Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Tom Robinson. Every once in a while, Tom, we like to interview special guests on this podcast. I've you noticed know, yeah, that. Folks who have had some professional success or are experts in certain aspects of voice acting or, or just plain interesting people. Mm-hmm. And today's guest meets none of that criteria. No, hold, wait a second. <laughs> what, what, what? Say that I'm, again? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And I kid because I know that our guest today can take it just like he knows how to dish it out. I mean, you've been working with this guy for a year now. You, you, know, uh-huh. you know Nate, okay? I do. If you've ever had the opportunity to work with Nate Altamari, one of our fine producers here at Voice Coaches, you know what I'm talking about. No. He's a great sense of humor. We yeah. have a lot of fun. And Nate has, has worked with hundreds of voice actors in his time here at Voice Coaches. But more importantly... He started to build quite a career as a voice actor himself. He has. So we thought we'd talk to him about his journey on this week's podcast. Here's Warren's interview with Nate Altamari. Nate, thanks for joining us today. Great to have you on board. Yeah, the pleasure is absolutely yours. I, I don't know what's taking you yeah, exactly. I don't know what's <laughs> taking us so long. You've been here how long now? A couple uh, years? Uh, over two years. Over two years. Yeah. Wow. Well, tell us a bit about your background. What uh, What were you doing before you found us? Uh, you know, before I, I started working here, uh, I uh, I had been doing lots of other jobs. I went to school for the creative arts, music, uh, performance, uh, and as such, uh, have had every other job you can imagine. So uh, (laughs) most recently, retail banking. I came from the banking world, which was mind-numbingly boring. Um, Now, now some banker may be listening. I apologize. Your job is spectacular. (laughs) Keep up the good work. Um, No, banking was just, it was an opportunity to work uh, consistent hours. I'd been working retail for a while. I've got young kids, and I wanted something that was going to give me that, Hmm. you know, eight to four kind of day. And banking did that. So I did that for about a year. um, And actually... ended up leaving the bank because uh, I was given an opportunity by uh, the voice coaches program. Well, uh, tell me a little bit more about the music background now, oh, sure. because that, that's interesting. We do teach, as you know, quite a lot of folks here who've got some musical background. So where's, where's yours from? Uh, so I went to uh, uh, the University of Massachusetts, where I studied uh, jazz voice performance, um, uh, which is not terribly marketable. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it led to a lot of really great singing opportunities uh, over the last 20 years, um, ranging from uh, living in the Caribbean with... Uh, uh, an acapella group uh, singing there full time as a, a job, job quote unquote. Wow, um, uh, which was great. Uh, I've done uh, seven uh, national anthems at Fenway Park over the years, which wow, is uh, that's pretty neat, pretty exciting. Yeah, um, and so you know, opportunities came up. None of them really led to. Uh, making enough money to really survive. Um, but uh, the way that my ear developed through music was something that David picked up on and and wanted to have uh, in, involved with the voice coaches program in that uh, my ability to listen actively in real time and make critical decisions in real oh, time sure. as a as a sure. harmony singer uh, was something that he thought could could really benefit the voice coaches program. And I think that he's right. I think that I'm able to make decisive uh, decisive decisions essentially um, <laughs> in in a session with a student uh, and be able to just say nope, great now do this different yeah. or differently. Yeah. Um, there are quite a few corollaries between music and and voice acting. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I think we you know we talk a lot about in our curriculum the way that we use pitch, the way that we use dynamics, diction. All of those mm-hmm. ha- those words, their origin are those are musical terms. Sure. Um, and uh, I tend to 
lean in the, the musical direction when I'm giving direction with students, um, mostly because those words make sense for me. Um, and uh, and sometimes I have to explain what I mean, but you know, every once in a while I get a student that is musically inclined, and it's nice to be able to just sort of dive into those that terminology that that uh, that makes sense to me. But I absolutely the 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 tempo and the pattern, the way that we read all of those things, um, and the way that we use pitch throughout to to express different types of uh, emotional values. Uh, all of those things, I think, are very grounded in a yeah. musical. I, I think sense. anybody with any kind of musical background uh, can not only do voice acting, but like you, can probably teach it after a while as well. Yeah. So you went through our training here, obviously, so that you could become a, a voice actor of note. Mm. And uh, and that note, if you'll pardon, is uh, <laughs> is actually happened. You've you've gotten some work. How long yeah. between the time that you you know you finished the training with us, and and maybe uh, when you think you got your first gig? Can you remember? Um, I think that it was probably four or five months uh, of, uh, of you know pursuing work, looking for work, also actively teaching. So I, I didn't have an enormous amount of time. So I was fitting it in when I could, making sure that I set some time aside on a, a at least daily basis, uh, rather at least weekly basis if mm. I could, mm -hmm. um, sometimes as much as daily, just to be looking for work. Um, I tended to focus a little bit more toward the virtual end of looking for work, online work, mm -hmm. rather than um, pounding the pavement locally, mostly because I was so busy sure. working here. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so my first job was uh, with the uh, Digestive Disease Center of the Hudson Valley, recording their voicemail system. It, it's it's all, you go uphill from there. Yeah, <laughs> you really do. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know uh, how... Uh, comfortable we are with terminology, but um, but I got to say colorectomy exam and uh, hemorrhoids and celiac disease uh, uh, basically on repeat. Well, you'll always remember your first gig. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Won't I? It's wild. So when you talk about the, the marketing, what have you done to, to get the word out about yourself? Was it, like you say, was it mostly online? Because that's where a lot of people th seem to gravitate. And we try to steer them a little away from that right. because your comp competition online is just, there's just right. so many folks out there trying to do the same thing you're doing. Right. So what, what worked for you, does it seem? Uh, you know, the thing that I think worked for me the most was uh, was social media, word of mouth and social media. So putting mm. myself out there uh, uh, on a local uh, level, but also sort of an, a wider spread level, sort of utilizing the network and the community that I already exist in um, and making mention of this thing that I do and, and uh, occasionally sending people links to my own mini site and my own demo so that people could hear those things. Um, uh, the virtual end of things is a lot of sort of just continuing to look and, and sending submissions for things. Um, uh, on a local level, uh, I have been fortunate enough to, to have a, a wife who works in a business capacity. And so she's put me in touch with some people in the, the local industry. Oh. And there are still some wheels turning there for some mm. possibilities. Sounds like I should get um, to know your wife better. Mm, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Maybe there's some leads there. I recommend it. <laughs> it's worked for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the uh, on the family side of things, mm -hmm. you know, your professional wife and and a couple of little girls. Yes. And and right there, you wonder how do you have anything else left in the day to do when you've got a couple of little girls. And the answer <laughs> is you don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I have two young daughters. Uh, that are uh, three and five. Wow. And 
as wonderful and joyful and exhausting and terrifying as all of those things are. Um, but yeah, uh, they they are, uh, you know, children are an, uh, uh, an all-consuming kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, fortunately, they're not up uh, as late as I am. And so that's where a lot of that, yep, the that work time comes done. in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, my schedule here is also flexible enough so that I have a little bit of time uh, at, at other points in my day uh, to be doing that kind of work as well. That's terrific. So again, uh, for the folks listening that have the full-time gig and the family, it can be done. Absolutely. You know, and you can find time to do this and have some fun with it. Any surprises about the industry now that you've been in it for a little while? Uh, I've discovered that I can read types of copy that I wouldn't have pegged myself comfortable mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had a bunch of repeat work for a client that does very high-end tech data uh, recovery and salvage online work. This business where they basically, the vernacular that they give me is so over-the-top technical that I've actually had to uh, research by asking people, how do I pronounce this thing? How do I say this thing? Um, But once I have gotten comfortable with it, it actually has been pretty good, so much so that they've they've come back to me uh, several times for the same thing. So I must be doing something right. Uh, But I never would have thought I'd be able to to handle, I don't have a technical background, so uh, being able to handle that kind of stuff. Um, And you just, it's a matter of not knowing until you try and That's it. surprise That's it. yourself. It's funny you should say that because I just did a gig last week and I heard the final product last night for the first time. And I was blown away, okay, because when the person that hired me, who knows me rather well, we've worked together, he used to work here, mm-hmm. and he's now out on the West Coast, and he said, I got a thing for you, and I, I believe you can really make this pop. And I did it like two different ways for him, and I, I still didn't like it myself. Sent it off to him. Well, I heard the final product last night, and boy, it's amazing what can be done in post-production. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. and, but he, was, he not only was thrilled with my performance, but he said, obviously, the client was happy with the performance, Perfect. and there's more of it in, in the future. That's but right. I just never really thought I had the voice to do what he wanted me to do, and he thought I did. And so you just you know go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You just never know, and it looks like I'm going to get some repeat business out of it. That's great. So it's it's really the the, the way to go. So well, um, you know, you can tell by uh, listening to uh, what's your name again, Nate, that uh, <laughs> that he hold is on, a, let me check. He, yeah, right. <laughs> He's a ball to work with. We have a lot of fun around here. It's a lot of um, you know positivity and just you know having a good time when we're in the studio. Students are finding that. And, and I know you're getting, you know, fan mail, and I know you're getting very, you know, a big head and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's a part of the business as well. We can't stress enough that this is just fun to do. Absolutely. And as yeah. you know, you're going to get a better performance from someone when you're keeping them in a good mood. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's happened to you, I'm sure, over the months. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that the, as a producer, our our job is to um, to to make our our students feel really comfortable with what they're doing and help them to realize that it's a really uh, sort of judgment free, low pressure kind of situation. And one of the things that I talk a lot about as I'm teaching is. You know, we want you to be able to do a handful of these things on your own, but there's a lot of it that you're just sort of saying, great, uh, tell me what to do, getting that direction and being engaging and encouraging throughout is a, a big part of our job as producers. And uh, uh, but making sure that that the student is comfortable and, and the voice actors are comfortable and happy and having a good time uh, is is huge. And uh, and it's you know, there's a certain amount of, I think, stress that comes with this for a lot of our students that are really new, new Mm -hmm. environment, 
all this new technology, weird people that they have to interact with. <laughs> and, and, and I think that, that uh, like having a little bit of an icebreaker moment where you can get them to let down their guard and, and, and relax a little bit um, really leads to a much more enjoyable session oh, for sure, everybody. Sure, and, and a much uh, better product in the end. Absolutely. You, know, you just get a, a terrific demo when you come down to it. Very good. Well, you know, I want you to know that as a New York Giants fan, I, I did this interview with you anyway, the fact that you're wearing a Patriots t-shirt today uh, here at the office. Yeah. Didn't you get the memo that we're not allowed to you know, show logos? Uh, there was something about that. Um, <laughs> I don't think of this as being a logo. I think of it as being a lifestyle. It's my lifestyle shirt. <laughs> well, uh, it's it's fun because Nate and I do agree on, on a few teams, but uh, for some reason we went uh, opposite directions because you're a New England uh, I, Yeah, I grew uh, up in Massachusetts. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, But we have fun with that as well, especially when Nate you know, orders some new uh, clothing and it comes to the door and, and I, you know, I try to burn it before it gets to him, but it, it, it doesn't work. Thanks for your time again Absolutely. today, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> so as you can tell, you're always in for a treat when you work with Nate, either as a student or as a professional. Wow. You use Nate and professional within the same sentence. I didn't think that would ever happen. He doesn't listen to this podcast, uh, so that's yeah, okay. That's true. We're going to get away with this. Yeah, but seriously, <laughs> our thanks to Nate for putting up with us on a daily basis here at Voice Coaches. We pick on him, but we love him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's another person who probably had no idea how great a fit that voice acting could be for him, and yet... Here he is doing it. And perhaps you're thinking the same thing, kind of wondering, could I really do this? Now, here's one way to find out. Take one of our Introduction to Voice Acting adult classes called Getting Paid to Talk. We offer this single evening, two and a half hour class across the U.S. and Canada all the time, which means we could be in your town soon. It's true. Yep. The week of September 12th, we begin our fall classes with stops in Chattanooga and Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Asheville, North Carolina, Al uh, Atlanta, it says here, and Valdosta, <laughs> Georgia, and Hartford, Connecticut. And the early weeks of fall, watch for us in New Jersey, Virginia, Massachusetts, Maryland, Florida, and Pennsylvania. We'll tell you exactly when and where we'll be near you if you call us at 866 887-2834, or just email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com. And if you'd like, you may send us your comments, questions, and topic suggestions as well to that address, podcast at voicecoaches.com. If you're using iTunes to listen to us, would you take a moment and rate our podcast, please? That would be nice. It's always a help, and we'd be forever in your debt. Well, maybe not forever, until the next person helps us anyway. We'll catch you again next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. And if you'd like, you may send us your comments, questions, topics. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> here I thought we'd do the whole intro and outro without may, any may, may I make a comment? mistakes. And here we go. And if you'd like, you may address your... How about a comment there? Yeah. <laughs>